Greetings, greetings, greetings on this wonderful Wednesday morning, November 30th, 2022. Today's read is going to be some really good news coming out of the state of Mississippi happening at Jackson State University. I I got a little pause because Jackson is the city. Jackson is a city in Mississippi. But yeah, JCSU has some really good things going on. And it's bringing really good energy to an area that needs it. I just recently found out, like many others, that Mississippi is, if not the poorest state in the United States of America, definitely one of them. And the former governor, Philip Bryant, misused, misappropriated funds that were meant for the most vulnerable people, vulnerable people in the most vulnerable state. I mean, direct funds that were directly meant for welfare, uh, state funds to needy families or something like that, like specifically earmarked for poor people, took those funds and funneled them to Mississippi State University, that was one of the places that the funds were sent to at the request of none other than Brett Favre to build a volleyball facility. What I didn't know, the volleyball facility has been built and um, Brett Favre has apparently paid back some, not all, of the funds and he has not faced any criminal charges whatsoever. Matter of fact, he's, well, I'm not going to get into that case because this is going to be good news. But what I found out today while looking into the um, Jackson State, Mississippi good news, I found out that Brett Favre was trying to recruit Deion Sanders' son, one of his sons, for Mississippi State by getting a football practice facility built at Mississippi State. So he requested additional funds after the volleyball facility was built. He requested additional funds from the former governor, Philip Bryant. The former governor tried to tell him, well, we have to be careful because people are looking into it. Brett Favre, this is an actual text. I saw this on an ESPN article, said, we're not going to take no for an answer. And he started bringing in the politics of it, like how Bryant is an elected official, and you're an alumni of Mississippi State University. It gets deep with these colleges and universities and money and politics, and it gets deep. But um, I love the fact that Deion Sanders' son followed his dad over to Jackson State Mississippi University and HBCU where Deion Sanders is currently the football coach, the head coach. Two of his sons and a daughter are also attending the university. And in addition to the money that they're bringing to the city, the energy that Deion Sanders brings to his students and their families, the positive vibes, the, up, the uplifting leadership that he's bringing is an amazing good news story. Here it is.
The article is titled, A Deeper Dive into the Economic Impact of JSU Football on the Capital City. This is in the face of apparently another water break, a water main break, and the university is without water. Again, this is the second time um, since he's been coaching there. And it's sad because he's not an elected official. This man chose to go to coach at the university. And it's not the university's fault. It's literally the city, the state, and how they're handling its people, the people that live there. Um, but this particular article speaks to the economic impact of him being We're a We're just a few there, days away from Jackson State University's that, biggest game of the year, the SWAC championship. Visit Jackson. Sorry for that. The video started playing. But... Um, it speaks to he should be able to have a voice, but not just him. It shouldn't take all of this for elected officials to do the right thing. They had time, effort, and money to build a volleyball facility at Mississippi State University, but they can't fix the water in their state, the pipes. Anywho, this article was written by Brendan Hall, published on November 28, 2022, and it reads as follows. We're just a few days away from Jackson State University's biggest game of the year, the SWAC SWAC Championship. Visit Jackson is projecting the game to bring in over $6 million for the capital city. That's similar to the numbers we saw for JSU's homecoming game and when ESPN's college games they rolled into town. In all, Visit Jackson expects these three games to have an economic impact over over $18 million. $18 million. But where does this money actually go? The first impact is with the business community. Then, when the business community pays taxes, the city sees an increase in our taxable revenue because of the increase the businesses receive. And that's according to Finance Committee and City Councilman Chair Aaron Banks. Banks also said the funds ultimately end up going toward things like improving the city's roads and dealing with dilapidated properties. I hope and pray that dilapidated properties includes dilapidated pipes, water pipes. When asked where JSU ranks in terms of the city's biggest economic drivers, the councilman had this to say, I think JSU is number one. But let me say this, JSU has been number one with me as far as the city's number one economic driver for a long time. If you look at the City of Jackson's sales tax revenue for the fiscal year 2022, you'll notice a nearly $3 million increase from the fiscal year before. A fiscal year starts on July 1st and runs through June 30th, which for 2022 would have included the entirety of Coach Prime's first full season with JSU. Even this first even this current fiscal year, you'll see the capital city's sales tax revenue is up 
more than $250,000 from this time last year. That doesn't even include JSU's homecoming game or when ESPN College Game Day came to town. While JSU isn't solely responsible for these increases, it's certainly playing a significant role in driving up the city's sales tax revenue. As reports surface about Coach Prime getting other job offers, Banks says now is not the time to worry about the sustainability of JSU's economic impact. This is the time to be thankful. So to that councilman and finance committee person, Aaron Banks, that spoke for this article, I hope he he keeps that in mind, you know, the thankfulness to JSU's economic impact, to Coach Prime, who is currently calling for uh, city officials to, quote-unquote, huddle up and get the water fixed. It's ridiculous. The last time there was a water issue, I remember seeing him take his team, I think, to a hotel somewhere. Um, but that's that's beyond. It, it, this article reminds me how people focus, all of us, we focus on the money, the finance of a situation. But a situation is never just about the money. It never is. It's about connection, who you are or who you're not connected to. It's ridiculous that Brett Favre could text somebody, text uh, the mayor and request funding the way he did and get it, whether it was morally or criminally negligent or not, I don't know. It damn sure looks like it. But either which way it went, the volleyball facility got built. Mind you, people don't have water in their homes. That's ridiculous. So the money is clearly there. It's the decision makers Who's deciding where the money goes and where the money doesn't go? Who's deciding based on how they feel about certain groups, whether or not those groups get what their basic needs? So Deion Sanders, just every kind of kudos to him and his family and JSU for the impact they're having on the community. Hopefully the public attention is what will push city officials who have the power to say where that money goes, how that money is used. Hopefully public, a public eye on what they're doing and not doing will help them figure out how to do the right thing for everybody, not just for the ones they're personally connected to. Word. Quick correction, Brett Favre did not text and request funding for his volleyball facility to any city mayor. His text exchange was with the actual governor of the state of Mississippi because they both attended Mississippi State University. They are both alumni of that university. And so Brett Favre tapped into his connection to that person and their connection to the 
university and the state. So I'm glad to see Deion Sanders doing his connecting above board. I'm glad it's, he seems to be aware that as a black man, all of your connections need to be within certain guidelines to avoid being <clears throat> prosecuted. Um, I can't even count how many times myself as an individual, how many times I've encountered things on the job that were clearly biased. And that if I or any of my colleagues who were also black tried to do anything the way we've seen others do it, we would have got oh, all kinds of punishment. And then seeing those same things that are done outside of what we, what everybody knows to be right and wrong, but excuses being made. And it's, it's not going to never stop. So... Kudos to Deion Sanders for what he does for the community, for the people, for the state, for the city, and everybody else benefits, not just the HBCU, not just his family, not just the students who are on his team, and not just black people. Everybody benefits when a black man such as himself chooses to do the right thing. But when a black man chooses to go against the grain and try to follow in the footsteps of what he sees white men out here doing every single day of the week, oh, he gonna get hit with it. So be careful out there, y'all. Keep on doing the right thing. If you're doing the right thing, keep putting yourself and your family and your community at the forefront because others are gonna inevitably benefit. So we don't leave nobody out. It's okay. It's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to fill your cup to the fullest and then pour from that overflow. Word. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 